Hey kids, it's the Brit Knowledge Show, where you'll see that your mom's a holy moly. You won't learn anything except moaning on your neighbor's ring. That's what you get when you listen to What the Brit. You'll realize that we're all just pieces of shit. Too blind with pooping rats on his ass. So high, drop the pants and show off your big giant ballroom. Use it the place where we can all play together forever and ever. Here is Brit sitting on the beach. It's a crisp Sunday night, and I decide it's about time that I try one of those adult happy meals. They're limited time. I'm smitten for limited time deals. Somehow, they always just call me in. So I go to the drive-thru. I place my order, the 10-piece chicken nuggets with a upgraded large strawberry milkshake. That's it. You know, it's pretty much just the same thing they have on the menu except comes in a box. And it will have some kind of toy, a throwback toy, so I'm told. As I'm waiting for my food, I turn up the radio. And I hear a familiar 90s song. And then my thoughts start to drift towards them. And then the person at the window interrupts. Here's your milkshake. I take the milkshake. And your box? I take my Happy Meal. My adult Happy Meal. I put it in my lap, and I drive to find a spot in the parking lot. I proceed to open the meal. I take out the straw, and I take a long... (laughs) of that delicious strawberry milkshake. And then I must open the mystery toy. Lo and behold, it's just a little grimace figurine. Creepy. It's got... Four eyes, and its eyebrows are on the top of its head like a halo. The smile's crooked, and it's threatening me with an overpowering hug. (sighs) Did I seriously just spend like an extra five dollars on this compared to the regular one without the toy? (sighs) These ads, they always get me. Despite constantly being aware and complaining about them, I fell for it again. I don't even want to see his face, so I proceed to eat my meal, and I turn up the music a little bit louder. The song's still playing, and my thoughts, they continue to drift toward Leela and Raymond Howard. Questions plague my mind. What could have prevented their demise? Did they suffer? How many chances were there to save them that were just wasted? How many warning signs were ignored? But what really gets me is not knowing. How did it all end? The following is a true story. On a Sunday, June 29th, 1997, An elderly couple, Leela and Raymond Howard from Salado, Texas, decided that they were going to go to a festival in Temple, a nearby town. It was supposed to be only a 15-minute trip. The couple departed that morning, despite earlier objections by Leela's son, who had begged to drive his mother and father instead. Leela declined, saying, No, son, we know where we're going. We go every year. Their son's concern stemmed from the fact that his 83-year-old mother was showing signs of Alzheimer's and was often confused at things. For instance, Leela meant to show up at a Walmart one morning at 10.30 a.m. Instead, she arrived at 10.30 p.m., very confused as to why the sun wasn't out yet, and 83-year-old Raymond wasn't too much better due to a recent brain surgery done to combat a stroke and a head injury. Leela and Raymond weren't even aware of their severe mental decline, so they left for the festival that morning without even telling their other adult son, who lived just the house next door. The afternoon passed, and the Howards didn't return home. However, at a local Walmart in Temple, a greeter there remembered seeing Leela and Raymond come in for their coffee during the afternoon. After that, the couple's movements could not be accounted for. 
The several children between the two had become immensely worried for their parents' safety, so they contacted the authorities, and a missing persons bulletin was posted that day. The Howards remained missing. Three days later on Wednesday, July 2nd, a newspaper article was published in the Austin American Statesman about the missing couple, titled, Elderly Salado Couple Missing on a Trip to Nowhere. It read, Leela and Raymond Howard are on a four-day road trip into thin air. The Central Texas couple, in their 80s with diminishing health, somehow have turned a 15-mile journey for a cup of coffee and a party into a 500-mile-plus misadventure with no known destination. That same day, a deputy in rural Arkansas pulled over Leela for driving with her headlights off, as it was nighttime. Leela and Raymond were 500 miles away from their original starting point in Salado, Texas. The deputy later noted that Leela was polite, gentle, and acted just like my grandmother. When Leela stated that they were trying to get back to Texas, the deputy informed them that they were headed in the wrong direction if they were trying to return to that state, so he gave them directions. The deputy then asked Leela where she lived, but she couldn't remember. The couple were pulled over again about a half hour later for driving with their high beams on. The deputy also let them go. Neither of the deputies knew about the newspaper article, nor that the Howards were missing persons. The Howards once again disappeared. The next day, on Thursday, July 3rd, there was another article about the Howards. They had allegedly been spotted at a farmer's market in Arkansas, and authorities in 11 states were on the lookout for them. On Friday, July 4th, another article stated that authorities had narrowed their search to three specific counties in Arkansas. There were no further developments in the search until Wednesday, July 9th, when the couple's story was covered on the CBS Morning News Show. Yet another newspaper article was published about the Howards in the Austin American Statesman, making the front page. The article's editor, Denise Gamino, stopped by the Howards' house, and the signs of the couple's mental decay was obvious. There was folded clothing still laying on the couple's bed, as if they started packing for some sort of long trip. The television was unplugged, and the hearing aids were left behind in the bathroom, as well as various toiletries. Even though the month was currently July, the Howards' calendar was still on the page for February. Perhaps most notably, the Howard's cat, Happy, was left behind, essentially abandoned. The couple's children and grandchildren were apparently unaware of how bad their parents' mental health had become. The search intensified, as authorities employed dozens of deputies. They carefully combed the obscure back roads and brush areas, posted flyers, and questioned many civilians over a large area. Helicopters were even used in the search, and it grew to be about a thousand miles away from Salado, Texas. By then, one of the Howard's grandsons had offered a reward of $1,000 for his grandparents' safe return. Tips came flooding in after the CBS morning show, but none of them led to the Howard's discovery. The next Thursday on July 10th, one of the Howard's grandchildren remarked in a newspaper article, The hardest part is thinking that they're suffering, or they need us, and we just can't get to them. Another bleakly stated, I just don't think we're going to find them alive now. Unfortunately, everyone's worst fears were finally realized on Saturday, July 12th, when the bodies of Leela and Raymond Howard were discovered in their car by hikers at the bottom of a 25-foot cliff just outside of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Raymond was still in the passenger seat, but Leela was about 20 feet away in the ravine, still clutching her purse and car keys. Apparently, after the car went over the cliff, she put her car in park, turned off her headlights, opened the passenger side door for her deceased husband, and then crawled away to die of her injuries sustained in the crash. There were no skid marks found at the top of the cliff, indicating that Leela's car had driven straight off the edge. A crash scene where investigators estimated that the car had been going around 50 miles an hour on the stretch of road leading up to the cliff. 
Leela likely didn't see the cliff's edge, or was in some other way distracted, or even became momentarily confused and lost the ability to safely drive. It's unknown for how long the Howard's bodies remained undiscovered. Sadly, the crash site where Leela and Raymond's bodies were found was within a zone previously searched by authorities, but searchers couldn't see the bottom of the cliff due to the excess brush in their line of sight. Leela and Raymond were buried next to their respective first spouses. Austin, Texas songwriter Tony Scalzo read the July 2nd newspaper around in the Austin American Statesman in the midst of the search for Leela and Raymond Howard, and he became inspired. He wrote a song with his alternative rock band Fastball. It was titled, The Way. About the song, Scalzo said, It's a romanticized take on what happened. Scalzo pictured them taking off to have fun, like they did when they first met. He wrote the song before the bodies were discovered. The album containing The Way All the Pain Money Can Buy was released in 1998, one year after the Howard's bodies were found.
Despite the way's cheerful, optimistic sound, my thoughts again return to Leela and Raymond Howard, barreling off the cliff in Arkansas. Unfortunately, I never seem to get any answers for my questions. I suppose that I can only guess. Maybe Leela had seen the cliff, but didn't have enough time to react. I wonder if she even had the mental faculties to function anymore. It leaves me thinking, what was going through the heads of their car as it plunged off the cliff? Fear. Confusion. I'd prefer to think otherwise. Maybe in that moment, it wasn't 1997. Maybe it was an earlier time. Maybe their damaged psyche spared them of the sad reality. Perhaps in that moment, for Leela and Raymond, there were no medications, no more hearing aids, no more doctor's appointments, no aching joints, no glasses, no operations, no pacemakers, no forgetting, and no confusion. Maybe in that moment, and for their entire trip, Leela and Raymond saw themselves as a newlywed couple, their young skin perpetually gleaming in the summer sun. Leela in her best white wedding dress, and Raymond in his finest black tuxedo. Maybe they envisioned a just-married sign hanging on the back of their rear window, and empty soup cans tied to the rear bumper. I wonder if they held hands. Maybe when Leela and Raymond Howard drove off that cliff in Arkansas in 1997, they weren't scared. Maybe they were smiling. Okay guys, the majority of the content around Leela and Raymond Howard was taken from Dr. Frankenfurter, a copypasta person, but this is a real story. Some of the verbiage was updated to be more natural in my speech. In honor of this Halloween, I'm letting you know that growing old and having this kind of mental decay is my biggest fear. It's, it's hard to imagine losing our minds, but appreciate your mind while you still got it. <laughs> 